Hello, and welcome to The Link Podcast, the industry's link to learn, innovate, news, and knowledge in global supply chain intelligence, hosted by Food Logistics and Supply and Demand Chain Executive. We cover everything from transportation and warehousing trends and new technologies to food safety and sustainability impacting today's supply chains. My name is Brielle Jekyll, the managing editor here, and we continue our theme of safety this week, discussing the importance of fleet safety with a Leonard's Express executive. Now, Leonard's Express is a logistics company that really prides itself on embedding safety into its culture, so much so that the transportation provider has won the Fleet Safety Award from the Trucking Association of New York. So I really wanted to get to know Leonard's Express to hear what safety measures they take and why it's important for safety to be a core of their business. So let's link into that conversation now. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us today. I am here with Ethan Miller, who is the risk control manager at Leonard's Express. Hi, Ethan. Thank you so much for coming on. Hi, how are you? Good. Um, so I'm excited to talk to you guys or you today because I know that you at Leonard Express have really focused on a lot of safety. You've really kind of um, made that into your core business. And I think it's an important time for that right now since everyone's kind of re-evaluating their careers in terms of their health and mental health. Um, and so I, I thought it would be really interesting to hear your perspective and how you've done this. Yeah, so it, you're absolutely right. It's our it's our number one priority with with all our people in our offices as well as our drivers out there on the road. Um, we we have to make sure our drivers are getting home safely to their to their families or, or their loved ones. Um, so it's 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 been a big push here for the last couple of years for sure. What would you say are some best practices when it comes to uh, safety for fleets? Um. There, there's there's a lot there. I mean, uh, you could probably go on forever. One one big one that I I really um, I th I thrive in is is the camera systems that we have in our trucks. Um, we we do do outward facing as well as inward facing. Um, it, it really helps the driver understand. Look at we're not we're not there to to be on your back. We're there to make sure we're we're safe going down the road. We want to make sure that they. They see how their driving is. They they understand the risks that are out there, and they're not alone. We're we're here to help them. You touched uh, on it a little bit. You, you know, you were saying how it's really important for you to have your drivers be safe. You know, get them home at the end of the day. But why would you say it's so important for Leonard's Express to focus on safety? So, so that that's I don't know if that's the right answer, but. Yeah. But that's our business. Our business is getting a, a truck and a trailer up and down the road. And so we've got to do that as cost effectively as possible. And and to be cost effective, we, we keep that truck on its on its wheels and our, our driver behind the wheel. Um, that, that's how we're going to that's how we're going to make it as a business. I, I don't make I don't make our company any money sitting behind my desk. The way I'm able to do that is by making sure. Our, our drivers have the ability to do that safely with with the help of the team here in the office, not just this office, but the offices we've got around the country. For those who who don't really make safety a priority, what do you think the detriment is to that? I think there's there's probably more than I I, I know or I I can speak to, but but one I know we we fought with a long time was uh, 
um, I don't know if you're familiar with CSA scores, but it's kind of like a grading system on all all companies. And if your if your scores are bad, you're going to get pulled into every DOT inspection. You're going to get um, um, gone through with a fresh uh, uh, um, a wire strainer, I guess, to to find everything wrong with your truck. If if our trucks are three years old or newer, we're we're going to go in there with a clean looking truck, free of damage, free of debris, well put together, and it's just it's going to make life on the road less hectic for that driver. Um, yeah, I, I um, th- you mentioned the you know looking at a clean new truck, but because there's plenty of times where I've been on the road as a as just a dr- like personal driver or passenger, and you can see a truck and you're like. That's not going to do well in inspection. I'm like, how, yeah, how are you? Sure. Um, what What do you feel are some unique approaches that Leonard's is taking on safety? Um. So 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 one big one, and I'll go back to the cameras again. That's that's kind of what I am comfortable with. Um, but but an approach that we had that we were when you make that switch from having no cameras or just having. Uh, outward facing cameras to make that switch to inward and outward. You kind of want to um, show the driver why we're doing that, why, why we're uh, attempting to make them as safe as possible. And and the, the perfect analogy that I use all the time is um, the other professional sport or professional um, professions. I think of sports. I think of, I'm a big football fan. I think of professional football. I know on Sunday, those guys play football. They do everything in their power to be as good as possible. But then Monday morning or, or Monday afternoon, they go back to their their home base and and watch film. Okay, what could I have done differently? What could I have done better or 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 more effectively? And they watch film, and that's how I uh, approach it with the drivers. Look, and I'm not te- I'm not telling you how you have to do it. I'm saying here, this is this is the way we can do it to be to be better, be more of a professional out there. It's it's. It's it's here for your benefit. I'm not I'm not looking to catch the guy uh, picking his nose or something like that. I I want to I want to catch the guy that's doing something right and say, hey, awesome job. Here here's a gift gift card. Go get yourself something to eat. Something like that. Praise the good things as as, as much as as the the negative things. So since you've taken that approach, do you feel like your drivers are more um, interested or, or more accepting of the the internal cameras? Yeah, absolutely. Um, like I said, when we made that first switch, we had a lot of drivers saying, "If that if that happens, I'm I'm quitting the industry. I'm not going to be a part of it." And I don't think we had anybody do that. Once uh, once they understood why they were there, what what the benefits were, they they way over overpowered the the negative things. So we we've got drivers now that are they'll refuse to get into a truck without a camera. Just saying, I I feel safer with that that there. We we had. We, we've had incidents where um, a, a, another vehicle has run a red light or run a stop sign and, and caused an accident. Well, it, it, the cops show up or the police officer shows up and it's a he said, he said, she said type thing. And you're pointing fingers. That camera comes through and, and we've got the ability to share it right away with the drivers. And he can show it to the cop and say, look, at I was I was 10 and 2. We're going down the road perfectly fine within the speed limit. This guy just ran a red light and we 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 were able to exonerate the driver right away. And. And then once a driver hears, once we have one driver do that, it doesn't take long for the next 500 drivers to hear about it happening. So, yeah, that was my first first thought when you were saying that was like it can protect yourself. You know, you can you know show proof. You know, keep 
detailed, um, you know, a history and right. it can help protect you. Yep. How do you feel that things in terms of fleet safety have changed in the last few years? I know there's, you said there's the introduction of cameras, but what else do we need to look at now that's different? Obviously phones is a, is a huge thing and things right. like that, but what else has changed? Um, a couple of things. I think the technology and the vehicles are, they're, they're stay, taking leaps and bounds. I mean, there, there's the accident mitigation systems. There's, there's all sorts of technology in there that is going to help you um, be safer. I, I mean, some of these trucks now drive, drive like a, a personal vehicle. I mean, you just get behind the wheel, you, you flip the automatic in, in the drive and, and go is I don't know, 10, 15 years ago, it was, it was a lot more difficult to drive the actual truck with the, with the, with the shifting and, um, the technology not being there, it, it was, it was difficult. Um, a, another one I would say is we, we kind of changed our approach it, that our, our department used to, instead of a risk control manager, we used to be, um, safety managers or, or, uh, the safety department. And we made that switch to say, look at it, it's, it's everybody's responsibility for safety. It's not just me. I'm not just the, I'm not the only one walking up and down these aisles saying, Hey, we got to be safe. It's everybody in this company is saying we have to be safe. We have to make sure our drivers are keeping themselves as well as others on the road safe. So that's when we changed our name to, to risk control department. So we're, we're not just safety. It's, it's everybody's responsibility. I think that's a great approach because it's it's really important today. And I, I have loved watching the evolution of the trucks over time come and how, yeah, you said they drive like a personal vehicle now. And, and I know the locking systems are great so you can sleep at night, you know, wherever you have to stop and feel safe. Yeah. Yeah. There's uh, like, I mean, like you said, to feel safe. I mean, we, there's there's things you can get now for the back of trucks that are panic buttons that you hit a button, it'll automatically dial 911, it'll flash lights outside, it kind of brings attention to you because let's be honest, truck stops aren't always the, the warmest, coziest places to be sleeping at night. So to have those extra things there to keep you safe, um, I think is a big benefit. I think even comfort in, in the trucks has grown with technology. I was talking to one trucker and uh, she has like a like really nice Tempur-Pedic mattress in, in, in her truck. And I, and I just thought that was the coolest thing. Yeah, yeah they, uh, they're, they're, they're nice back there. I mean, you, you go down, you get new trucks all the time, but you go back there and look at them and they're, they're nice. They're nice little apartments there. I mean, obviously it's tough to live in because it's so cramped, but make the best of what you got, I guess. People do it all the time for fun. There's the tiny home nation. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. Why not? Why not do it for your career? Well, thank you so much. That's all the questions I have for today, but it was really awesome getting an inside look at how you guys approach safety because it's it's not something that you really get to see every day. Yeah, I appreciate it. Um, th thanks for having me. This was, this was nice. Of course. All right. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode and tune in every Tuesday for our episodes of Link by a food logistics and supply and demand chain executive. If you like what you hear, be sure to give us a thumbs up or a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can follow me on Twitter at Jacob Riel for more of what's happening in the supply chain. And do not forget to hit subscribe on the Spotify, Apple, and Google playlist apps so you never miss an episode. Mm -hmm.